Warning, the following program has been rated M for mature due to language, vulgarity, and sexual innuendo. Welcome to the highlight of your week. They are the truth seekers looking to change the world for the better. Using the latest research and groundbreaking science, they seek to inform the simpletons. They dream of a day filled with gays, where women get paid like dicks and religion doesn't try to fuck kids. They are the intellectual saviors! Prepare yourself for atrociousness. All phasers set to fuck. Hello, everybody, and welcome to The Intellectual Saviors. I'm one of your hosts, Eric. And I am Michael. And it feels like it's been a year. Um, I'm, I enjoyed my sabbatical. Oh, I'm yeah? not going to lie to you. Yeah, I'm because... i tired of my shit. Well, no, I felt like, you know, because the whole government shut down, I felt like we didn't need to come back until it was <laughs> over. But then, then uh, you know, I said that last time. I was like, there's fuck, it's the same nonsense, whatever. And then... Hell, what they have two weeks and then possible another yep. one. <clears throat> so, but I guess uh, reports are tonight that they've struck a deal. So we'll we probably won't find out the details of it for a couple of days, and I'm sure it's going to piss me off. Probably I'm sure it'll be the Democrats caving in on you know giving money. Oh from yeah, I, border yep. wall. I guarantee you, they if they struck a deal, they, it's probably got funding for a fucking wall in there somewhere. Yeah, and nothing about reinstating DACA or anything like that. So yeah, it's I wonder, pathetic. I wonder if if part of it is that they have to reduce the number of children that they're keeping in cages down at the border. I wonder if that's in there <laughs> anywhere. Um, I don't know if that was one of their sticking points. I know that I think it was reported <laughs> yesterday that one of the things that was hanging it up, or maybe it was a, a few days ago, um, was that. Dems wanted uh, them to have less beds. Less beds? Yeah, so here's the thought process behind what the Dems were thinking, was that if they have less place to detain and keep people, that means that they will only regulate those areas for criminals. Okay. Everybody else will be let go and then go through the due process like they should be. So okay. that's what the Dems' logic was behind that. It's not like, let's take the beds away from immigrants. It's, let's restrict how much ICE can can detain people so then they will only focus on the criminals as far as, you know, keeping them in cages. So in a sense, okay. yeah, that's kind of what they were trying. And that, that was one of the sticking points. Yeah. And over the weekend, you know, you heard that it stalled, and that's why. So... Uh, I'm not yeah. sure what else is in there, but I guess, like you said, we'll find out in a few days. I had heard something that they were talking about giving them like 1.7 yeah. or 9 for border security. but like Not as much guess, as he wanted, but well, he wants like five. Still way more million. than he should get. Well, I think this is, this is, I think, the Democrats out on it. Is there going to be like, it's for more. Um, like smart technology, uh, smart fences and stuff, you know, yeah. that type of shit, and more money towards um, not just border security, 
but they were talking now I don't know if this will be a part of it but they're talking about for um, more uh, I don't know what the hell the term is the like the people that handle all of the uh, the people coming across the border the I guess it's more like judges oh yeah or, yeah court judges yep or you know because they have to go through the process and they're not they're all set in there like you said in cages so that's partially because they don't have enough people down there to put them through the system. Yeah, it takes forever. So I think that was part of it. Too. So I think it works like where Trump can claim a victory, say, hey, I got some of the money, you know, and then the Democrats will be like, well, no, it's not really for his wall. It's for this and this and this. So it, it'll just be more bickering and bullshit that I could care less about. It's just more wasted money. But, um, you know, but then again, maybe it's not because we have all that tax revenue coming in, you know, from, <laughs> yeah. from the stimulated economy. From the middle and lower class, you mean? Yeah, I have to admit, it's funny. The rich aren't paying it. I did, because uh, I'm sure you've seen, it's it's been a big thread, you know, on the internet um, about oh, yeah. the tax return situation. And, and it's definitely true. There's no doubt about it. I mean... Me and my wife made a little bit more this year, but we didn't um, go up into that next bracket. So based on what we got back last year, uh, I figured we'd get about the same. And I even had my wife take more out this year um, just because I was like, look at it kind of like a savings plan, you know, kind of thing. At the end of the year, we'll get a little bit more back and you don't notice extra 10 or $12 or whatever it is out of your check every week. Yeah, yeah. So she was having more coming out. And we still got back less. So I, I, I've read different stats. I've read anywhere from so far for the people who have done their returns, um, it's like 8% less. And I've seen that, a number up to like 12%, 12 to 13%. So, but it's. Yeah, I got less. But it's guaranteed people are getting back less and they're complaining about it. And I'm like, yeah, because it's not. This is the funny thing. Well, I think some of it is they don't understand how taxes work. So to I think to these, like, well, not all, but some of these low-information Trump voters and why they're, you know, getting all butthurt is because they don't know how taxes work. So, like you said, they probably didn't notice the extra 20 bucks that they've been getting on their paycheck. And then at the end, because they, you know, got more mm-hmm. in their paycheck, whenever it comes to their return, they're getting less. Yeah, it pretty much balances. I mean, if you... So I don't think they quite understand how taxes work. They look at taxes as just whenever you file your return. It's like, no, you pay taxes all year, dipshit. <laughs> I, I think the thing about it is it's it's like, okay, so if you probably did look at like how much more you're getting during the year compared to what you paid, you, you probably did make out a little bit better. I mean, I'm not going to say you didn't because I think if I... But those are... But that's temporary as well. Well, and, and that's... we've said several times. That, yeah, and we made that point clear. Like, it's like, well, enjoy this for what, the next three years or whatever, and then we yeah. lose those tax cuts, so then it's going to drop even further, but I think... But even still, the gains that... I think the average American is seeing is it's minimal at best. It's 
tiny. Oh yeah, I mean, I could tell when my check, like I said, I think I was not even a few hundred uh, dollars. Like it's uh, over the course of the year, because well, I guess it depends on your income. I think of with me and you guys have dual income, so that's a little different. As I well. would say over the course of the year, probably combined, um, we might have got. I don't know, maybe about eighteen hundred more. Really, I would think about that, but then you have to understand, like I said, taxes. We took more out this year, also. So, and yeah. we got back about probably about six, seven hundred less than I thought we would. We probably lost that much, maybe a little bit more actually, because we did take additional out. So, gotcha. It's kind of one of those things, like I said, in the long between the two, like what we lost. And what we gained, we might have came out seven or eight hundred dollars ahead in total, but he was saying that an average family was going to have about a four thousand dollar additional. You know what I mean? Tax well, benefit. <laughs> yeah, and I mean that that does balance out if you equate to the average sixty thousand dollar difference in returns that the rich are seeing. Oh, uh, okay. I mean that's average they have gained sixty thousand dollars on now see what you're saying is probably the way that they did it but when he continued to go out on the stump and the republicans are selling this tax oh no they were saying i know four thousand middle class income families i I know what he was saying but the reality is is that that is actually spread across all americans including the rich which are who again hundreds are getting on average $60,000 $60,000 more back in Well, taxes. they deserve it. I mean, they're the job creators. Yeah, they, they've done so much for this country. Hey, man, they're the job creators. Yeah, totally. You, I mean, what would you be doing if we saw the immediate creation of a, you know, so many jobs whenever the tax cut immediately hit and they got those wonderful corporate benefits? You know, it's, it is amazing. I mean, the economy is going along like. They've talked about you know all the the job creations continued and we're still adding a couple hundred thousand jobs every month. But what jobs? Well, that's the thing though. The wages wise, it's only gone up. Like they're yeah, talking about, it's still wages shit. have gone up. It's like they've gone up. No, they have not. They have, but it's only been like a percent and a half. But which yeah, is not because inflation is to three to four percent. You, I mean, generally yeah. speaking. So yeah, that's sorry, but. It's not cutting it, and when you're not getting 4000 and that's the thing. People don't see a lot of people are pissed, too, because they, you know, that's the big push for Republicans all these years. We want to simplify the tax code. Well, all they did was before we had like 20 different brackets, they condensed it down. So that means more people got stuck in brackets they weren't in before where they're paying more to begin with. Or they took out all the, you know, you can't uh, go in and. Do the thing on your exemptions, you know, the single items and stuff. You can't put all that. It's they, they and then like for my wife, for instance. And yeah, they they reduced uh, if you have state income tax, like here in Minnesota, they reduced how much you can. Uh, they took it deduct. all away, I think, didn't they? Can you can you? Uh, not all of it. The uh, cap. See, I think, and that's like, and and this is. Um, and then they also did that on property yes. tax, like a whole. And you bunch know who that kills is people who live in like New York, California. They're like the really high rent districts, Democratic, Democratic states. states. And that's exactly what they said too. Basically, they're like, eh, it's fucking. It's like, yeah, there's Republicans in those states, but we're not going to win those states. So fuck those people. We'll fuck them to fuck over more liberals. <laughs> it's like, yeah, well, yeah. okay. And then I, I saw another report where, you know, so it's it's been a while since the tax cuts 
came in. You know, this is the first time for, you know, the average American to be filing their taxes and stuff. But those corporate tax cuts, I mean, they happened mm-hmm. immediately. Um, and so it's it's been a while, so they've given it time. And they've done a survey of, like, the top employers and the, the top companies in the country. And the vast majority of them have not changed their plans at all as far as you know growth r&d and everything else so regardless of how much more they have in money and capital is not changing the direction of the company whatsoever they're not looking at it like oh we got this huge pile of cash let's go spend it and do all this other stuff or give raises to our employees no nope, what's well, never happened it didn't happen when reagan started trickle down it didn't happen when george w started it or yeah it back. and i th- i think it's like it was it's something pathetic like 13% actually increased yeah. their stuff because of it like a pathetic number and then the others actually said that they are getting rid of people <laughs> and cutting down so it's like yeah those corporate tax cuts did absolutely nothing as everybody knew who has a fucking brain well one thing it did do is it's run up 2 trillion dollars in deficit spending. oh god yeah so. our deficit yeah, these uh, <laughs> these fiscally conservative Republicans are awfully quiet about deficits the deficit. don't matter, man. Not when Republicans are in charge. I think Dick Cheney said that. <laughs> oh wait, no, no. You know what deficits they are worried about? The quote trade uh-huh. deficits. Even though <laughs> anybody in the economic field that deals with this subject says there is, is laughing there at is them no when they talk deficit. about it. It's we're literally tr- <laughs> we're neutral on the trade deficit. It's so funny every time I hear him talk about trade deficits. I'm like, I don't think he understands what they are and how well, it works. He knows what's going on. We're getting fucked from China. <laughs> China. China. <laughs> Can't trust those motherfuckers, man. But either way, regardless of their stupidity, it is really fun. And I loved you know, seeing all the upset Trump voters. I voted for you and Mike. Taxes went up and I got to pay now. It's like, uh, no shit. Dumb fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Low information and, fucking voter. But you know what? It doesn't matter because those same assholes are going to turn around and vote for him again here in a couple of years because they're going to look at, God forbid, like Elizabeth Warren, which is Hillary Clinton part two or something like that. And they're going to be like, I vote for her. I ain't vote for that woman, or I ain't vote for that minority, and then it's gonna be like, well, can you imagine a woman in the Oval Office on her period? It'd be <laughs> chaos. We're going. What are you gonna do? Rename it the Ovary Office? This is bullshit. We're not gonna have this. So I, oh man, I think last time we talked, we I think we we're throwing out some names for the Dems and shit because there's a few that are already poking their heads into it. But yeah, nobody. And I don't think. Uh, I think it, Let's see. There, I mean, there's some are no surprise. You know, uh, Elizabeth Warren. Yeah, I. You knew that was gonna happen. I'm gonna say right now, dude. I don't think she has a shot in hell, and I'm glad because I think, look, she's okay, but she's too. And I, when I say she's too like Hillary, I don't mean like she's a lot nicer personality and yeah. stuff. She's not as hateable as Hillary, but. She has that thing now, that Native American thing that's oh, overhead. Yeah. That is her emails. That's all the press talks about with her. Yep. It keeps coming up over and over and over and over. So 
I, and I know it's a stupid thing and it really shouldn't matter. Um, but I'm sorry, but just for that alone, I, you got to just, we got to push her to the side because we don't, we can't have another stupid thing like that. That fucking is over the head of our candidate the whole time. Like emails was with Hillary. We just, we can't do it. <laughs> we got to have something like they could say something stupid or this or that, but that where she fucking botched that so bad with the, Oh, I had a DNA test done and I'm point fucking 3% fucking native American. And it's, it's like, just shut the fuck up and stop what you're doing. You're making it so much worse. <laughs> Please yeah, shut I, the fuck up. <laughs> I don't know how much truth there is to it, but I heard something about Beto O'Rourke is actually going to go for it. I don't think he should, but no, he should not. Look, I, I love Beto. I like the I, guy, but I, I voted for him and I'd vote for him again for Senator of Texas because he was a congressman and that's a good progression for him. That dude, he's too much of a lightweight. He's not ready for prime time. He's got a good message. I think he's got a good heart. I think he has a few good ideas, but he is not like people are trying to say like, oh, he's the next Obama. It's like, no, Obama was super intelligent. I'm not saying Beto's a dumb guy, but he's not on that save wavelength as like an Obama is. You know yeah. what I mean? He doesn't the, have the grasp of all the stuff that he needs to. Yeah. So the one that kind of surprised me because I, I I may be wrong, but I don't remember ever seeing her name out there was uh, Amy Klobuchar uh, here in Minnesota. Yeah. I was I was kind of surprised by that. Like I I didn't even know that there was anything. I just I tuned into NPR um, while I was working the other mm-hmm. day, and all of a sudden I hear her talking on the podium. I'm like, "What is Klobuchar talking about?" And then they're, you know, they chime in and say that she's announcing her presidential campaign. I was like, "Oh, whoa!" <laughs> so, I mean, that's a little bit of a surprise candidate. I'm not quite sure exactly how I feel about it. The only thing I can say is that she does add. I mean, as dumb as it is, but it's the fucking truth because it's the just the way the fucking nation works. Mm-hmm. Um, she's got that Midwest mentality. Yeah, she does. I I think for me, she's a little too moderate in some ways. I agree. Uh, which, I agree. Which I know Democrats always want to put the moderate in. That's why they wanted Hillary. Which I love. Anytime anybody call Hillary a liberal, I'm like, dude, she is basically fucking Republican light. She's <laughs> yeah. not even close to being a fucking progressive. Yeah. Uh, it's just, ridiculous. she was a gold water girl. Come on. Yeah. I mean, she's, it's like, whatever. I mean, look, I was a big fan of Bill Clinton in the day. Cause I didn't know any better. And plus after fucking eight years of Reagan and four years of HW, when Clinton got in office, I was like, Oh my God, this is the greatest thing ever. But now that I'm older and I can go back and look at Clinton's policies and stuff, that dude was basically, he was like classic Republican almost like before. <laughs> I mean, he really was in a lot of ways, with eh? the things he did. And I mean, he did some things that were very progressive and good, but like, you know, with the, like they redid the welfare programs and the prison program and all that kind of shit. They, that's, that was very much acquiescing to conservative yeah. ideology and, you know, and that's why it's like probably my lifetime now. Obama's clearly my favorite president because I don't really have a lot to go with. Um, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> unfortunately, because I mean, I was, you know, I've said this before and stuff. I'm old guy. So I was born when Nixon was in office for Christ's sake. And I don't really remember Carter too much. Don't you, 
memory I have of Carter is when I was like five and he lost to Reagan. I remember watching on TV with my dad and Reagan won. My dad's like, well, there goes the fucking country. <laughs> <You know? laughs> and I, he was kind of right because I still, as much as I hate Trump and I hate W, uh, if I, if I take the vitriol out of it away, uh, the fact is Reagan really was the worst fucking president we've ever had because he started all of this shit. You know, the, the demise of the unions, the demise of middle class, um, the arms race running up, you know, the military spin, all that bullshit that's just fucking ridiculous and has destroyed our country and made yeah. the wealth gap grow and everything. It's all that piece of shit. But yeah, I didn't I didn't see it because I was listening to NPR whenever it happened. I was working. Uh, so I saw like, you know, photos and clips afterwards. But I mean, that. They're, it was pretty cold that day, and oh, she was out there with no hat, oh, yeah. no hat, getting snowed on. I was like, "That's that's hardcore, right there." You know, <laughs> I I wouldn't mind her being like a v- it was fucking cold. She'd be okay for like a VP candidate, but like I said, she's. I, the yeah, problem yeah. is, I want a progressive Democrat, and the there, problem is, it's not going to happen. You know? So far, there are none. I mean, not really you got Cory Booker, and he's there's things about him I could do without i don't think I, I don't think i'd support him he's got some good ideas but he's got a lot of ideas that are just you know the tried and true this is the the vote grabber kind of thing um who the hell else Com- uh kamala harris harris yeah she she put in her bid i like her quite a bit don't but she has a few things when she was a prosecutor and when she was ag of california that were a little they can come back and bite her in the ass a little bit. Yeah. Um, but I I do like one thing over the time she's been in office, and I've seen it with a couple of the cants. They've slowly kind of taken some progressive stances like Medicare for all and things like that. Yeah. So there's uh, there's some potential with her. I like her. Uh, I was surprised to see that Richard Ojeda put his name in the hat. Oh, I didn't see that. Uh, yeah, I, I mentioned him on the show like uh, whenever he was running. Um, for his Senate seat in uh, West Virginia. Mm-hmm. Um, I do like the guy. Uh, I'm curious to see how it all winds out. Um, but I mean, if you if you see anything about him and like what he's done, um, he does seem to have some pretty progressive ideas, even though he comes from Virginia. Yeah, he and he doesn't look <laughs> like a progressive. I don't know. Virginia's got a little bit of a reputation recently, <laughs> right? Might come out with a photo of him being blackface or something. Uh, who the hell else? Uh, didn't uh, the the uh, mayor of San Antonio, didn't he come out? Uh, what was his no, name? No, Castro? Yeah, Julian Castro. Um, yeah. He's all right. I don't know. I don't know much about him, to be honest. He, um, yeah, he was mayor of San Antonio. Then he was... Under Obama, he was one of his cabinet secretaries, and it's been a while back, and I'm not exactly sure. I'm, I'm wanting to say, either like interior or urban. I can't. I, I'm. I don't want to just. I, I don't want to lie. I'm lying to you, people. Yeah. You go look it up. But he was in the cabinet for Obama, so I mean, he's got yeah. he's got experience in a couple different levels. I think he's okay, but he's another one like O'Rourke, where I just don't think he's ready yet. Yeah, you know. Another kind of weird one that came out of left field for me was um, uh, John Delaney 
um, Delaney. It's like, what the fuck? Yeah, who's that? <laughs> he was a Republican. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. We don't want any fucking ex Republican. I don't. <laughs> no. I, I don't buy that. I hate was, that shit. Which is weird. Um. Kristen Gillibrand. I can't stand her. Yeah. She's she's a she's a goddamn uh, Wall Street fucking witch. I don't fucking like her. Not because just because of the Al Franken thing that sealed the fucking nail in my coffin. But she she was very uh, right leaning Democrat until she got in the Senate. She took over Hillary's because when she ran before she was statewide and she ran in like Northern New York, which is more Republican. So she ran that way. And then when she took over the Senate, because the state of New York is a blue state, she had to start leaning a little bit more to the left. And I don't like chameleons. You are what you are. That's one thing. I mean. People still shit on Bernie, but dude, that dude's been consistent for decades. That's why I've yeah. always been a Bernie fan. So people could shit on all they want and I, they go fuck themselves because I Bernie's have consistent. heard that he might. He's probably going to run, but I'm not going to vote for him this time because I, I just, will. I, I just. You said you wanted a progressive motherfucker. I do want a progressive. Who the fuck else is out there right now? I just, uh, right now, there's still people coming out. I think, uh, this is the way I'm looking at it this time. I wanted a progressive last time because I think he could have actually beat Trump. I think anybody would have beat Trump. I mean, I know Hillary beat Trump, but actually one where it counted in our fucking antiquated fucking slavery first electoral college. Um, but in this case, I don't want to fucking play around. I don't think... With the new wave of Democrats coming into Congress and most of them being a lot more progressive and liberal, you, you heard it in the State of the Union, which I know you want to talk about a little bit, a little bit. Um, like Trump threw out that thing about we'll never be a socialist country. They're starting to bang those fucking socialist drums, which I know they will against Bernie anyway. But now they're going to say, look at Ocasio-Cortez, look at this Omar, look at fucking, uh, I can't think of the Pakistani girl, uh, you know, that said we need to impeach the motherfucker. <laughs> but you have a lot more strong women voices that are progressive-minded, and they'll say, look, they're taking over Congress. You're going to put a liberal socialist president in and think of the havoc they'll wreak. And even though we're intelligent enough to understand what they'd really do, that they're more democratic socialists, and we know what that means, um, most people are idiots. And all fucking conservatives, even if they don't 100% back Trump, will get freaked out by the socialism thing like they always do. And then that'll just coalesce the right wing against. So I I think I'm looking at, I want to pick a candidate that could go head to head with Trump and fucking win. I just want to win to get that fucker out of the White House. So I, I, I he hasn't declared yet, but I think Sherrod Brown out of Ohio. I like him quite a bit. I would love to see a Sherrod Brown uh Kamala Harris ticket. I think that'd be fabulous. I mean, you get a guy who's in Ohio. He's an Ohio senator. He wins by large margins in a state that's becoming super red, but he's in that Midwestern corridor. So I think that'll help that, you know, bring kind of some of those votes back. Kamala Harris's VP is fantastic. You got a woman of color on the ticket. So you're, you know, because I don't think you can... And I don't like this argument where people are like, you have to run a fucking woman or minority figure as the top of the ticket. You know, you have to do that if you're a Democrat this time. I'm like, no, you don't. You want the best candidate. She's new to the Senate. 
this is a first term. Um, I if she won the nomination, I'd be happy with it. I'd be fine with. It. I think she's great. She's a fireball and she's smart as the whip. You know, or I guess that's not really a saying. You know what I'm saying. And so, um, but I like Sherrod Brown. I think he's got more. He's got the experience. He's a little bit more moderate than I like in some areas, but he is progressive in some ways that I think he could you could work with him. Um, so I, I like him quite a bit. I know Joe Biden's a big pick. Everybody's like, oh, Joe Biden's going to jump in. He'll be the – in all the polls, all the Dems got him as the top. Biden's okay, but he's old-school Democrat, you know, too. It's, that's where you get fucked, man. I think we're not going to have some of these progressive leaders who are in positions where they can run for president probably for another 8, 12 years. Well, I guess it would be more like – six to ten years because we're already halfway through shit shit birds fucking presidency but um so we're gonna have we're stuck with a moderate so i'm trying to think who's going to be the best one to to possibly win i like shared brown i think if he declares i think he's solid you know but we'll see there's going to be like 10 more people jump into it before you know right which i don't blame them everybody thinks they can knock trump off and you would think they'd be able to. Like I said, I thought anybody but Hillary would have last time, so it might be the case this time, too. And again, she did. Yeah. You know, which should count, but this yeah. is, you know, this is the world's greatest democracy that, you know, has elected two presidents in the past, what, four elections that didn't win the fucking popular vote, so. USA, USA. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so thrilled. Yay. So, I don't know. So, when we do our show next month, <laughs> we'll see who else has jumped in. But right now, like I said, he hasn't declared yet, but Sherrod Brown's my pick to click. I think he's. I think he'll be solid. If he jumps in, I think uh, he might be a surprise for the Democrats to come out with the nomination. But I don't really know a whole lot because half the time I get these things wrong. I remember back in the day, I thought Howard Dean was going to be the nominee and, <laughs> and, you know, the one time and that didn't work out so good. So we'll see. We shall. I did get Obama though. I did pick him from the beginning last time <laughs> when he ran. Um, let's see. God damn. There are so many things. I, I kind of I do want to say one thing. I don't want to get into the blackface thing too much. Oh, here we go. <laughs> but I, I think first of all, how the fuck? Just aside from the whole blackface, that the pictures in that yearbook. What fucking school decided they would print that in their yearbook to begin with? A uh, school in Virginia. <laughs> Can I just say it's the eighties? And it's a medical school, so you think they're a little, you know, it's not like some fucking junior college. You know what I mean? <laughs> a school in Virginia. <laughs> but that aside, okay, um, I, this is important. I think this is an important aspect. Now with the uh, lieutenant governor, Fairfax, having sexual assault and rape allegations against him, and then the attorney general coming out and saying, yeah, you know, I might have done the blackface thing once when I was in school, too. Shut the fuck up, man. Just shut the fuck up. <laughs> because the thing is, if all three of them go down, then it goes to the Speaker of the House of Virginia, who, because they won the House by one seat 
and they won that seat. It was a tie in the vote, and they won it by a fl- by drawing like a fucking name out of a fishbowl, and the Republican won the seat. A Republican would become governor. So when everybody is saying Northam needs to step down, I agree he probably should. <laughs> I'll just throw that out there, okay? I'm just, just, I think he should step down. But I think we saw what happened in Virginia the last handful of years when they had Republican governors and the shit that they pulled with the abortion things yeah. and the voting rights and some of this stuff. Here's the thing with Northam. He's already expanded Medicaid for all. He's already making it easier for you know voting rights and stuff. And it's easy from all the people on the outside. And I know it's... Big time and black Twitter and the black community are like, get that motherfucker out of there. He's resigned. He's super racist. And that I think you can do really stupid things that might be racist, but it doesn't mean you're an awful person and super racist. I think sometimes you can have really bad judgment <laughs> on things. Well, he, here's my thing. So, I mean, it's it's all about, to me, pattern. Yeah. So... You know, like Trump, who's an actual racist. And yeah, he has a he has a pattern. Yeah, years you of can it. see it. Years of from it. his early development when he was denying blacks rent. Yes, in his establishments, you can look at the comments that he's made. You know, just in the past week, probably. Yeah. <laughs> you know, there's a fucking pattern there. But with this guy, like, sure, that's a racist fucking thing to do. Um, but then, like you said, he's done a lot of other things. You know, expanding Medicaid, and then also um, he's one of the big drivers for getting rid of the Confederate statues mm-hmm. in Virginia. Like, would a big racist want to do that? I think people get rid of one of the biggest racist symbols in the fucking country. And I think people can change, and it was over thirty years. Ago, and I'm that's not- the other thing. Like, we we have this whole mentality of redemption and all this stuff, and we don't really want to even placate that idea when we're faced with it in reality. We love it in the movies. Yeah. And on a TV show, but you know, fuck somebody. I mean, again, it's it's and you know, I know people are probably out there being like, "Oh, well, Eric, you were uh, talking shit uh, <laughs> about Brett Kavanaugh." Um, you know, with shit that he did a long time ago. Yeah, that was fucking rape. And he's a fucking judge. He wants to be the highest yeah. judge in the land. Not only that, he wants to be the highest judge in the land, and he went in there with a temper tantrum like a little bitch. You know what? Really, I'll be so honest. don't fucking talk to me about that shit. To me, no. that was more Rape and blackface are two different things. Well, <laughs> and really, and, and what I was kind of going with is, like I said, if it was me and, and there wasn't the other shenanigans going on, I'd be like, look, dude, why don't you just step aside? All right? Do it for your party. Because yeah. it's it's not so much exactly what he did then. It's how he's carried himself since. Like, kind of saying, like, yeah, it was me. Then he said it wasn't him. And then he tried. It's like, the dude's just made it worse. It's like, shut the fuck up. It's yeah. it's almost like Elizabeth Warren. It's like, just shut the fuck up. Shut, shut, well, sh- 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 shut the fuck up. And to finish my point, here's the other thing. So we've seen it, and it's been proved that people who are racist can change. It is absolutely possible. Happens all the time. Sexual predators, they don't change. I th- they don't fucking change. Well, my thing, so, my thing was there's a huge contrast there. Yeah. So, 
and and here's my kind of perspective on when I'm saying like he should stay because they did polling of um, like the black citizens in Virginia. Uh, they want him to stay in. And overwhelmingly, I mean, it was like 65% of them said, yeah, we definitely want him to stay in because he's done more. they know what will come if he's not there. And, and you know what they said? Exactly what I was saying. They're like, dude, the dude's done more good things for us already just in a couple months than these Republican pieces of shit, you know, what they tried to do against us in the last yeah. handful of years. And I think so when you get all this grief from outside and like, you know, Facebook and Twitter, Twitter, and all these fake people rage, man, where they're everybody's so pissed about race all the time and they want to rise up. It's like, look, I understand it. I get, you guys get fucking mad and it's bullshit. And I don't understand why people do that. I would never fucking think about doing blackface. First of all, because I'm a neat freak and I wouldn't want to have to get all that shit off afterwards. Oh my God. I'm just saying, man, that's that shit sticks to you. You can't get that off, man. Have you ever tried to put some of that makeup stuff on? Like I used to have to do camo when I was in the military. It's hard to wash off, man. And you think about that real dark black and like that. Oh my God. You'd be in the shower for hours. But anyway, more important, it's like, but the people who have stayed, the people who live there, who have to suffer the consequences if all these other assholes end up, you have the two blackface morons who fucking leave office, and then Fairfax ends up having to resign because, you know, he was, God knows what he was doing. And here's just like Kavanaugh, same thing, although Kavanaugh, I think it's pretty obvious he was a piece of shit, did stuff. But anyway, with Fairfax, even he's being accused. Let's do some investigations, you know. And yeah. if it comes up where there's enough evidence to show that's very likely that he did these things, the motherfucker needs to get out of there, you know. But like you said, sexual assault and rape is a lot different than fucking dressing up like Michael Jackson for a costume contest, which personally. He could have just went with a white face and just played like older Michael Jackson. You know what I'm saying? He didn't really have to paint his face black. <laughs> God damn it. I'm just saying, man. Just saying. Anyway, but people just got to calm down on that. It was just let this fucker, even though he's a dumbass, just let him serve this term and not fucking hand over that state back to the Republicans. Virginia's a state we need next election. It's a purple state. And if you put Republicans back in charge, they're going to start closing down voting booths and stuff again in districts where the same black people that, you know, dipshit was fucking imitating at a party will not be able to vote next time. So ask them which they prefer. You know, some white asshole trying to moonwalk or fucking be able to vote. <laughs> so... That's that's it. It went a lot longer than I wanted to. I really just wanted to say, <laughs> just let the let the fucking moron go for right now. Now, if their rape allegation comes out against him, just get him out of there. We can't deal with it anymore. I just don't know what the Democrats are doing in Virginia, though. Jesus Christ! Uh, I have no idea. Oh, um, speaking of morons, uh, do you know uh, Pete Hegseth? Pete Hegseth. Uh, he is a Fox News host. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, what do he do? do, you do? <laughs> so, yeah, he's um, he's proving how dumb people at Fox News are. And I, I honestly, I really hope that the Fox News listeners, as dumb as they fucking are, believe him. Because it may, might help our cause. Okay. Um, so he came out and said that 
he and this is unprovoked too um that he doesn't believe in germs okay i did see this yes he said (laughs) quote germs are not a real thing i can't see them therefore they're not real Mm -hmm. and admitted that he hasn't washed his hands in 10 years you so i hope i hope that fox news listeners go you know what he's got a point honey we should stop washing our hands and they fucking get some crazy ass illness and die hopefully not painfully but you know just you know get off the earth uh-huh. and that's one less dumb shit republican voter out there yeah i i read that and the first thing i th- a man can hope the first thing i thought was i wonder if he believes in god <laughs> he probably does, but he doesn't equate his logic to God. I'm just saying. Because, again, they, they'll point to, like, quote, miracles or, you know, they felt God or whatever. Uh-huh. You know, so to them, that's evidence. Uh-huh. You know, even though they've never seen them, even though they're just, you know, making shit up in their head as far as, like, oh, this this baby got saved by you know, being flung 30 feet in the air out of a flipped car. But then, you know, they completely disregard, you know, the thousands of children that die every day from famine. Or from no not getting vaccines because... <laughs> yeah, or the, you know, the vaccine spur of measles outbreaks that we're having in the United States because of anti-vaxxers. Um, you know, they don't... They, fuck all that. That's like Satan's work. What's going on, man? But this <laughs> one child who happened to, you know live they're like oh it's a fucking miracle praise god i don't know their names because i don't watch fucking right-wing hillbilly shit but the uh the (laughs) the duck dynasty dad guy i saw um a thing the other day where he was doing like some fucking right-wing interview with radio podcast whatever the fuck it was and he said something about because kamala harris like i said she's uh uh, she brought up the Medicaid for all thing, you know, that she was on board with, you know, looking into implementing something like that. And I'm like, okay, now you're winning my vote when you start talking some sense, woman. Um, but he came out and kind of, you know, made fun of her and said some shit. I don't think it's anything to do with her being, you know, part black and a woman. Um, <clears throat> I'm sure it's just, you know, he disagrees with her political opinion. So he was saying like, he doesn't need like people don't need medical, you know, insurance and stuff. Well, we don't need this Medicare fall. People don't need it because we have Jesus. That's the only medical care we need is Jesus. What? That wasn't exact quote, but it's pretty much about ninety percent of exactly what he was saying. And it's funny. I was reading like it was on Facebook. I was going through it, and so I was reading some of the comments. And of course, the libs are on there making fun of him, the atheists and shit. But then there's a lot of the right wingers like, yeah, he's so right. You know, God takes care of us, and we don't need socialism when we have God. I'm like, I wish every one of you motherfuckers who buys into this idiot. Please, stop taking your meds. Oh, don't, please, don't ever go to the doctor again. Please, don't, don't get take insurance. medication. Don't get any insurance. Don't. Yeah. Please don't. Please, yep. please don't. Yeah. My motto has been for a while, if you really want Jesus to take the wheel, let him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> don't say it do it well don't do it because i might be on the road at the time 
<laughs> see what fucking happens to you. <laughs> Make sure you're on an abandoned road or something that let him take And the, the loved road. ones that are in your car. Oh my god. <laughs> there's just so much craziness, man. Like I mean, there's always crazy out there, but it just seems like it's just getting worse and worse. I keep telling the woman, I was like, I don't know about these kids, man. I mean, I was seeing it with the teens. You know, I've, I've been touting it since we've been doing the show. I'm like, I don't know, man. I think me and you are going to be like, we'll probably be like, you know, geriatric pushing deathbed status. I think when everything really starts to take a dive. But we might get to see the beginning of the end of civilization. We might catch that very tip of like right where shit starts to fucking go downhill. thousand miles an hour. I, I feel bad because I'm like. Yeah, I know you're gonna give me shit last time about having more kids and populate. I'm like, believe me, I know too many fucking kids on this earth. Like, I read the story the other day where they're talking about like um, there's not enough babies being born in America and Japan's really freaking out because they're having like barely one kid born between two people and their population's like dipping like another 50 years. They're gonna be like half their population and all this. And I'm like, that's really a good thing. I'm glad someone else is being responsible because we're not in this house. <laughs> <laughs> we're just like fuck it. We're gonna just we're gonna try and repopulate the earth in this in my house alone. But yeah. I feel bad for these kids because I'm like, I know how tough it's gonna be. Just job situations and you know, I was watching this thing where they're showing like, you know, someone like to a millennial now, like their parents, um, or the baby boomer generation. I guess kind of going that route. Like you know how much like they had after they made it a position and like how much a house would cost back in the day and you know all this stuff and then they show it like inflation cost compared to wage cost and how like tuition's gone up like 400 percent and like home prices have gone up you know like so many hundred percent and everything and like it's just impossible now and i'm like yeah these fucking kids are so screwed <laughs> like like i know i should feel bad i'm like uh sorry we probably should have had you she is gonna really have a shitty life uh you know as you're dodging all these mega storms and fucking 120 degree heat waves and droughts and uh but i'm doing my part kids i stopped eating fucking cows and chickens and pigs <laughs> so I'm doing my best to help. God damn it. Oh, it's terrible. Oh, jeez, man. We're already... I mean, that's a start. Not eating meat, but... Uh... <laughs> oh, I know. I'm, I'm kind of being <clears throat> facetious. I'm just doing that for my health. Gonna, I don't give a shit about anybody else. Your kids are going to be like... I, I don't know if you saw this. Uh, I, I can't remember. I, I don't think it was in America. I think it was somewhere else. But some guy was suing his parents for birthing him because mm-hmm. he didn't consent to being born. <laughs> yep. And those are going to be your kids. Yeah. You're like, God damn it, dad. Why'd you do this to yeah, us? Thanks a lot, dick. We've got no water. There's flooding everywhere. <sighs> Unpredictable storm patterns. Well, we'll probably have a nuclear war mixed in there somewhere. So radiation yeah, fallout. Nuclear everywhere. fallout. <laughs> everywhere. Sorry, kids. My bad. We're growing extra limbs. Yeah. We're all fucked. Well. Yeah, I don't know why you bastards keep having kids. Hey, man. I, this, Like I said, this was this this one coming. I know. It was a surprise. <laughs> it was a shocker. That's why, you, that's why you strap it on, bro. She was on the birth control, but 
Never trust a woman to do anything. I strap it on every time. I don't care what they say. Yeah, but if you're married, you're not going to fucking wear rubers. Yeah, I will. If I don't want to have a kid, better believe it. I'm not going to have to worry about it after this one because we're taking care of this. It's either rubbers or a visectomy. We're going to nip this one in the bud. Oh, there ain't going to be no visectomy. I haven't tried it recently, but I know I did. Like when I was in my mid-20s, I tried to get a visectomy and they wouldn't do it. Yeah, if you don't have any kids yet. And, I didn't have any kids and, you're that and I young. wasn't married or yeah. anything. But now that I'm like, you know, edging to 40, <laughs> it's like maybe they'll take me seriously. Be like, look, Doc, I I went and tried to do this in my mid-20s and you guys wouldn't do it. And now I'm trying to do it. The, clearly, there's a pattern here. I don't want to fucking have kids. Yeah, hey, he'll be like, well, you're already in your mid-30s and you haven't had one yet. So whatever you're doing, just keep doing it. <laughs> you're doing a good job. Well, I mean, agreed, <laughs> but still... It still freaks me out because, I mean, condoms can break. Hey, Shit man. can happen. Maybe one day you'll want a little fucking Eric running around. Negative. You might change it, have a change of heart. Nope. You'll meet that special girl and she'll be like, I love you, Eric. I want to marry you, but we have to have one kid at least. I want one little baby. And you'll say, Nope. Okay. <laughs> Like you know, when I when I first started the whole no kid campaign, it was just um, I just I knew myself and I knew that I was too selfish and I you know I didn't want to have a kid for my own life because mm-hmm. <laughs> I knew what would happen you know it's financially my time everything else uh, so I was like fuck that uh, but now even older it's more or less i mean it's still that that i'm still kind of a selfish fuck um but also that uh you know i i don't want to bring somebody else into this world yeah because i know it's only going downhill unless shit changes really quick and even then we might be a little bit too far um and then also just the environmental impact of another being on this planet it's like we don't need it. No. There's enough fucking people. No, you're definitely right. I, uh... I mean, don't get me wrong. My instinctual desire to procreate is really high. Oh, is it? Is your desire to procreate high? Um, but, you know, my consciousness tells me I shouldn't, you know? <laughs> I still fulfill the act. Mm-hmm. I just don't reciprocate with the whole seeding the egg thing. Um, but yeah, it's, I mean, it... It well that that's a proven fact that single guys just they have more testosterone their sex drive is higher it's that's not anything crazy or revolutionary that's just science mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so I hear you man but yeah even close to my forties I'm s- still my drive is pretty strong <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. I probably need to go go uh, do that testosterone fucking thing. And I'm, and I'm not saying I have that low T. Men, I think dude. that married men don't have it either. I'm not saying that. Don't get butt hurt, anybody out there. No, I'm just saying it's a scientific fact. Oh, I think most men will agree with that. <laughs> that single men are just driven more to one end. Yeah, you get older, you have kids, and and that's just and that that's the thing. Like I have no kids. I don't have a wife you know i 
you know, you know, so that's just, it's nature. You can't help what your nature is. Well, I believe in God's way. So I live a traditional lifestyle, <laughs> Eric, unlike you, you fucking heathen. Yeah. You follower Very of the heathen. devil. By the way, I, I, I was a Christian whenever I said I didn't want to have kids, too, so. Well, well, I guess. It's, fo- it's followed me through thick and thin. <laughs> so to speak. The, the whole no kids thing. Uh, God damn it. I guess, man, we've already gone quite a bit. I guess to finish this off, we'll do, you want to do a little uh, State of the Union? Did you have some opinions on Trump's? Yeah, we can do it. Um, so nonsense, man. Jesus Christ. I didn't, I didn't watch it. <gasps> um, because regardless of what he says, I don't want to give that man ratings at all. Yeah, I'm not worried about that. Because I know that that's probably the first thing he looks at whenever he wakes up in the morning. It's probably like Christmas for him. He wakes up and he's like, "Oh, what were my ratings? Oh, what were my ratings?" <laughs> Oh, they were low? Well, maybe it wasn't reporting right. Um, you know, and he's got to come up with some little thing, you know, to stroke his fucking ego. Uh, but there were some interesting things that um, I did read afterwards. Because um, I did see some YouTube clips and uh, and read some quotes and stuff like that. And kind of went through the whole speech eventually. Um, but I just didn't want to see it live because, again, I didn't want to give him ratings. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the most interesting ones was, uh, of course, we talk about immigration and how he needs a border wall and blah 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 blah. He talks about El Paso and uh, how you know it had such extreme high rates of violent crime uh-huh. um, until they put up a barrier, and now it's one of the safest cities on the earth. Um, wrong. So, uh, if you look at the statistics. Uh, through FBI crimes data and city law enforcement data, uh, El Paso violent crime peaked in 1993. And then from 1993 to 2006, it fell 34%. Here's the caveat to that. They didn't construct a border fence until 2008 yeah. after crime was already falling drastically. And then here's the other thing. So from 2006... To 2011, in between when the border wall was constructed, it increased by 17%. So, yeah, that's a big fucking lie. Yeah, I remember (laughs) when I lived in El Paso and when when, when the fuck did I live there? 95, 96. Um, I was stationed there and... It was pretty funny, like when I lived there and stuff, because we had the talks when we got on post. We're like, you know, you kind of be careful if you go downtown at night, this and that. And then a lot of the guys, uh, the younger GIs and stuff, there were in their teens. They wanted to go out and party off post. Um, you could cross over into Mexico into Juarez. It's borders on Juarez, Mexico, and and they would tell us they're like, don't go down there. Guys, go down there. You know, go to some of the bars to drink and shit. And there's you know eh, prostitutes and different things like that. You could. I never went once because it seemed like there was a goddamn couple murders every weekend being <laughs> outside of Juarez. And um, 
it's funny because like you talk about that like the crime rate rate did you know drop and they cleaned el paso up quite a bit you know um after like during the time i was there and when i was leaving and everything they were real big on kind of revitalizing the area and but they would always tell us they're like yeah, don't go to Juarez, man it's like the most crime-ridden place in mexico oh yeah and then you, Juarez is bad yeah. even still it's bad i know and that's the thing if you it's like and if you look at the numbers el, po, el paso is like one of the safest cities so it's like yeah they don't have it's like yeah it's like they don't have like a full board i think the wall thing down there like it's a little overblown because it's not like what people think it is no it's not it's not this fucking you know 20 foot fucking 30 you know goddamn like okay like trump makes it out to be like the wall that he promoted you know like, oh, we got this big fucking. It's beautiful. like a fence. It's, it's basically that's what it is. They put up more checkpoints <laughs> and different. Yeah. It's not. It's not what they think it is, but it just goes to show you that it's like we have enough people on border patrol and that stuff. We're, they keep the shit out pretty good because you're talking about one of the most violent cities right next to one of the most, and it's still one of the most safe cities. You know, so it's like they're doing a good job. If they want to do it correctly, they could do what they need to do. If you put the the patrols and you set up the places in the right areas, which they pretty much do for the most part, you keep most of the shit out. I mean, but that's not even the real concern. Like they use the MS 13 and drugs and all that shit. That's, that's not the concern. The concern is Brown people in general. That's all it really comes down to. Nobody gives a fuck about the other stuff. They just use that as scare tactics or when instead of wanting to sound like the racist that most of these fuckers are, it's easy to say, oh, MS-13 gangs are coming in, or oh, all the drugs and stuff. It's like, really? Well, you might, you want to know where those gangs are getting those weapons? They're getting them from fucking the states because, you know, Mexico didn't allow that shit. So all that shit's getting run from here. And you know why there's so many drugs in this country? Because we fucking let them in because everybody in this goddamn country is a goddamn drug addict. You know, if you look <laughs> at it, it's like, why don't you motherfuckers take some responsibility, you know? for what we're doing in this country with the guns and the drugs and stuff. I mean, part of the reason they have so many gangs and they have all these fucking weapons down in Mexico that cause them so many problems is because they get that shit from us. So maybe they need to build the fucking wall to keep our guns out of their fucking country. Assholes. But, yeah, I... that When he made that point, that was a stupid point. The thing that I found the most interesting at the whole speech, because a lot of it was just the same bullshit over and over, you're used to hearing... Um, the one thing that I liked the best was when he threw out the whole thing about, you know, the only thing, like our economy is so great. It's the greatest economy we've ever had, which is bullshit too. Anybody could do fact checks. Oh, on and it. the only thing that can stifle it is it, blah, 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 blah. And in partisan investigations. Basically, yeah, it's either wars or partisan investigations. So we need to stop investigations. It's like... Hey, man, how funny, because I've seen the speeches of Nixon when he did his last day of the union, and he did the same thing when he was being investigated. He said, we need to end these investigations, and then he had to resign <laughs> months later because, you know, they're going to have to fucking impeach him, and he would have been prosecuted for fucking jail time if Gerald Ford wouldn't have pardoned him. So that's another reason. We need to get rid of these fucking pardons. Or at least have some kind of restriction on them. Well, I was about to say, not... Fully where presidents get it. It should be president should be able to put in for pardons and then Congress should be able to approve the pardon. Yeah, that, that would be OK. You need to back up on that. The way we do pardons now is uh, 
I mean, we've, I mean, just a couple of the fucking cunts done. I mean, the Dinesh D'Souza and Sheriff Joe Arpaio and assholes. It's like, seriously, those are the motherfuckers that we're pardoning. That's what we're doing. So, I don't know. It, it was it was just a blase speech. He offered up no new fucking solutions or things yep. he wanted to do. Took credit for a good economy that he inherited. Yeah, I mean. No surprise. It, it's the same shit. I mean, he offered up nothing new, new, new programs. I mean, he talked about, you know, putting more funding toward, you know, AIDS research or t- cancer research for children or this or that. I'm like, well, we don't need that because we have Jesus. So I don't know if you watch Duck Dynasty, asshole, but we don't need that. Yeah, I did like how he uh, uh, talked about how, you know, they've taken over so many square miles of ISIS-controlled territory. Yeah. It's like, wait a minute. I thought a month ago you said we defeated ISIS. What happened to that? No, we defeated them. Now we're taking their territory because <laughs> they're not well, there anymore. <laughs> if we defeated them, then it automatically got their territory. <laughs> it takes a while. We gotta... So which one is it there? We're build... I, I thought they were done. No, no. We gotta... We're building settlements on it just like the fucking Israel... Israelis do with the Palestinians' <laughs> land. We're taking it. Ugh, God damn it. I, I, I got to say, the last thing I wanted to bring up was um, that fucking, your representative up there, or she's probably not your rep, but for the St. Paul area, I guess, that, uh, I don't know her name, Ilan, Ilian, Island. I don't know how to say her first name, Omar. Uh, oh, uh, the, the Muslim? Yes, she got in trouble t- today or last night or whatever. Yesterday. Was it yesterday? Which I don't even understand why that's a big deal because that's only the truth. But go ahead. So I didn't see the actual tweet. I read the article where she kind of apologized and all the Democratic leadership. This is what I was talking about with this is the problem with the Democratic Party. It's still run by too many olds. Like I know I said last time we were talking about I, I didn't mind Nancy Pelosi getting the leadership spot back because she knows how to manipulate things and get things done. And they're not going to have any power. The only power is going to be basically pissing off Trump and stifling things. And, and she's been doing a hell of a job doing and, that. And she could do a great job of that. But when it comes to policy, I don't want her in charge anymore. I want her to be in charge until Trump's out. And then I don't want her. I want a fucking progressive speaker. Uh, that's why I loved all these new girls. And they're like Ocasio-Cortez, Omar. You know, there's, I mean, there's a goddamn good group of them uh, that have in there. They're already making waves you know and I, I like it you know i mean it's good i mean i don't agree with all of the shit that they all say and some of them could be a little obnoxious at times but i appreciate what they're doing there's some young blood in there they have progressive ideas and they're pushing that agenda and that's what we need and i love the fact that they speak their mind you know i mean so they'll get up cuss a little bit and carry on i'm like fuck yeah do it trump can do it so why can't we and, uh, yeah, she made the point, basically, I guess she commented on something to Kevin McCarthy. There's some stuff and about how basically Republicans, this is my interpretation. I mean, you can kind of correct me if I, if I misinterpret it, but this is, again, this is my interpretation. Um, she basically was like the reason why Republicans and this old guard leadership is so up Israel's ass is because they pay them off with PAC money. Oh, 
can't what the fuck Ooh, you get so upset it's like that's exactly true everybody talks about russian interference in our election what about israel's interference in our elections they fucking have apac it's the largest fucking um pack from an outside country that donates heavily mostly to republican candidates by the way because you know they all believe in jesus and we got to keep israel upright so when fucking jesus came comes back down from the clouds you know his peeps are there I'm like, she she was there, called her anti Semitic for her. Even the Democratic leadership yeah. called her. I'm like, oh, yeah. Anytime you go after Israel, I'm you're like, anti Semitic immediately. I'm like, that's what the fuck is anti. That's the, she's speaking the fucking truth. It's like, no, she's going after a country, not a religion. Yeah, but you can't, you can't conflate the two because evidently. Yeah, you can. Oh, no, because they're, they're the same. Because Israel's, uh, I mean, Israelis are. They're cunts. They are. They bully people. I mean, everybody talks about, you know, oh, these the Muslims in Gaza Strip, you know, blah, blah, blah. It's like, d- dude, they've bullied those people into a corner. You don't expect them to retaliate. Give me a fucking break. Uh, well. We, Anybody would do that. Yeah, we've had our conversation about this before. You know how I feel about yes. it. Yes. But I I just, it's it's almost like. In a different situation, it's like you can't say, oh, you're racist because it's a different thing. It's a religious thing. So it's just you're anti-Semitic. You can't say anything bad about Israel, anti-Semitic. It's not on the same level, but it's you know like some dumbass fucking on their Twitter page when they're 13 dropping an N-bomb or something. And then they make it to the major leagues or make it to politics or whatever they're doing. And then people go dig through their tweets you know, 12 years ago when they were 13, 14, they wrote something they shouldn't have fucking written. And then all of a sudden everybody's like, oh, he's a fucking racist. That's like, eh, sometimes when you're a teenager or you're younger, you do dumb shit. Maybe, maybe not blackface when you're like in your mid twenties and you're in medical school. <laughs> it might be a little bit too much, but, uh, it doesn't mean you're, you're fucking racist. It doesn't mean you're, it's like, you make mistakes or something. In this case, to me, she was just speaking the truth. But in this case, it wasn't even she made a mistake or she that she was just saying fucking bluntly, no, motherfucker. This is what they do. This they pay these motherfuckers off to get in good, so then we do things and we kiss their ass. And every time there's a fucking vote in NATO because Israel's stealing land and fucking doing awful things to people. Uh, it's always the United States that throws their goddamn vote with them to keep them from feeling any retaliation for it, because getting that fucking getting that that Jew money. <laughs> yes, well, I mean, and yes, you could say I'm anti-Semitic because I said Jew money, but whatever. See if I give a fuck. <laughs> but I like you don't. Whenever somebody brings up like uh, you know Saudi Arabia, uh, you know, giving a whole bunch of money to you know US politicians and stuff and you know buying a fuck a, a ton of military shit from us. I mean, you don't nobody ever claims racism whenever you're talking that or you know it, this whole Trump and Russia meddling, not, you know, people aren't going crazy about that besides for the fact that it actually happened. Um but yeah, it's just, it's weird how it's like this weird web of like once you're say it's anti-Semitic, all of a sudden it's like, <gasps> you know, it's like, well, I, I I get it. Like, you know, Jewish people went through a really rough go 
you know, in in World War Two. They had a tough. I get it. They had a tough time there for a little while. And, <laughs> and there's still there's still a lot. I mean, you had the you, you had that the one guy. Where was that in New York or New Jersey? Where he shot at the synagogue? No, that was in uh, uh, Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. Yeah. News in the Northeast. But, I mean, it's still out there. You know, neo-Nazis are still in existence. Yeah. They're we, still we, after the Jews. Yeah, we got one they in the still White think House. That, <laughs> they still think that they, you know, control everything, and they're the masterminds, and they're the ones that are bringing up the Mexican caravans hey, and man. shit. Uh, <laughs> I got no problem, and I've said this a million times when we've talked about this, no problem with Jewish people. They're just, their religion just as stupid as any other religion. Well, again, I have no problems with Jews. It's Israel's Israel. government and the Israel majority of the people that vote to with. put those people in power. Yeah. It's just like this country. Exactly. Unfortunately, the majority of the people in this country didn't vote to put our asshole in power, but our system sucks. But the minority yeah. of the people that did are pieces of shit. <laughs> it's just yep. the way it is. Yeah, and I, I don't think even like so the dumb shits that did vote this fucker in, I don't even think that they get it. Like when they see somebody overseas who is saying that, you know, they don't like America. You know, they think it's like an affront to them personally. It's like, no, they're talking about our government and the shitty things that they do to their country. Mm-hmm. They're not talking about you. Yeah, most of the time that is the case. They're talking about our country and, our, you know, our politicians and, you know, the coups and everything else that we like to divvy out to all these third world countries just so we can steal their resources. Yeah. I mean, it's I. We have such a vested interest in Venezuela again. Mm, yeah. It's like, hey, dumbasses, did you not get it from the last time with Hugo Chavez? Like, how did that work out for you? <laughs> you know? We'll solve that problem next time. Nope, we're we're st- we're still trying to meddle. We're still trying to do it. It's like, God, for fuck's sake, why, why? <laughs> I don't know why, Eric. I don't know. Dumbasses. Hey, next show, r- remind me before we do it. I got to do a Florida segment for our buddy. Oh, buddy Bob. Yeah, we. T- yeah, we. Well, I guess we didn't prep really. No, it's the teaser for next time. I ran yeah. into our old pal Bogsy, and he said do a Florida segment. So next time I will, because we did not prep for this at all. Literally, Eric sent me a text and said, "You want to do a show yesterday?" I was like, yeah, let's do it tomorrow. Night. Well. So you you sent me uh, well it wasn't a text it was a message on Facebook uh, you know asking if I survived the polar vortex mm-hmm. yeah looking out for you because I hadn't heard from you in a couple of weeks so well see and to me that was the signal that you wanted to do a show well I was kind of waiting to see if you would come back at me and say hey so you want to get to do one so I just threw you out the little like yeah I'm doing good I can't remember what I said yeah but then I was like all right if he wants to do a show he'll say it. <laughs> And then you didn't say anything. I was trying to play hard to get. I was seeing if you would do it. And and then you, uh, on, I think it was Joe's post, mm-hmm. you put something about me being killed by a moose. Yeah, I thought maybe you died by moose up there. So. Even though I already responded to you. Yeah, but. So then at that point, I was like, all right, this fucker really wants to do a show. But he didn't know that. He didn't know um, that you'd responded to me, so. Yeah. But, uh, you know, at that point, I knew that you wanted to do a show. For sure. I was like, all right, he, he really wants to do a fucking show. If he's already messaged me and now he's mentioning me in Facebook, he wants to do a fucking show. Um, I missed your voice, Eric. I wanted to chat. 
but uh, unfortunately last week i was really fucking busy and i had a lot of shit going on with work i had to work overtime i had to work overnights it was like chaos mm-hmm. um so i had to wait and then uh you know yesterday i was like oh shit yeah i need to probably text michael and see what he wants to do <laughs> it's no problems man no problems but, uh, yeah <laughs> it's just kind of how we go <laughs> These days, we're kind of loosey goosey with the schedule. Yeah, too many kids and everything else. Speaking of, I got to let your ass go. We got to end this bitch because I got to go put yep. mine to bed here. All right, folks. Hope you enjoyed it. <clears throat> Check out our friends at Pod Blocked in 742 Evergreen Terrace. Yeah, sure. Why not? Don't get killed by a moose. Yeah, I try and avoid them. And stop having fucking kids. <sighs> Sounds like somebody's taking a shot. Just saying. Mm-hmm. In the general sense. <clears throat> Too many people on this planet. Alright. Sounds like good advice. Alright. Peace out, fools. Peace out, fools.